Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 16th of May, 2023. Good day, folks. It's Max here with your top stories of the day. First up, the USPTO is looking to create a design patent practitioner bar, requiring applicants to have a degree in industrial design or other related fields. Next, a legal article has caused a stir in the legal world, arguing that the Supreme Court's qualified immunity jurisprudence is based on a mistake. And finally, the US Chamber of Commerce is suing the SEC over recently implemented stock buyback rules. First, from contentgovdelivery.com, USPTO moves forward with rulemaking to create a design patent practitioner bar. The USPTO has proposed the creation of a design patent practitioner bar, which would require applicants to have a bachelor's, master's, or PhD degree in fields such as industrial design, product design, architecture, applied arts, graphic design, fine studio arts, or art teacher education. The USPTO is seeking comments on this proposed rulemaking until the 14th of August. 2023. This new bar would not affect the ability of those already registered to practice in any patent matters before the USPTO. Next, from www.nytimes.com. 16 crucial words that went missing from a landmark civil rights law. A new article published in the California Law Review has caused a stir in legal circles. The article argues that the Supreme Court's qualified immunity jurisprudence, which shields government officials from suits for constitutional violations, is based on a mistake involving 16 words that were missing from a 1871 civil rights law. Judge Don R. Willett, appointed by President Trump, wrote a concurring opinion to draw attention to the article's game-changing arguments. The article's author, Alexander A. Reinert of the Benjamin N. Cardozo School of Law, argued that the omitted words show that Congress had indeed overridden existing immunities, and the implications of this finding are profound. Legal scholars and judges across the ideological spectrum have expressed skepticism of qualified immunity, and the article adds fuel to the fire. It remains to be seen what the Supreme Court will do with this new information. Finally, from www.law360.com, U.S. Chamber sues SEC over stock buyback rule. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce has filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission over the SEC's recently implemented rules requiring public companies to disclose more information on stock buybacks. The Chamber says the rules violate the First Amendment by compelling speech. Today's paper of the day is titled GPT-4's Law School Grades, Con Law C, Crim C, Law and Econ C, Partnership Tax B, Property B. Tax B by Andrew Blair and Marie Carsons, Daniel S. Goldberg, Mark Graber, David C. Gray, and Maxwell L. Stearns. This paper examines how GPT-4 performs on legal tasks such as bar exams and statutory reasoning. It tests GPT-4's abilities on final exams, grading its output alongside students' exams. The paper found that GPT-4 produced smooth answers, but often failed to spot important issues, similar to a bright student who had not attended lectures nor thought deeply about the material. It performed below average in all courses. This paper provides observations which may help professors detect students who cheat on exams using GPT-4. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at I.
www.fesleylaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.